Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and cool, step right up. Behind this curtain lies a ghastly concoction of delight, horror, fantasy, and terror. Your every wish is our command. Your every whimsical desire brought to life. But I'm warning you, there's always a price. Welcome to the greatest Welcome back to the greatest show on earth that is Talking Terror. As always, I'm your old pal, the King of Horror, Andy G. Welcome you back to this episode. Well, later on tonight, we're going to be talking about the Demonic Dean film pick of the week, Slugs, from 1988, directed by Juan Piquier Simon, or J.P. Simon, if you're feeling nasty. But first and foremost, I wanted to introduce one of the co-hosts of the show, the bold and the beautiful, the Gold Geek Keith. Hello, 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 everybody. What is going on tonight? I hope you're staying cool, staying fit, ready for this all-new episode, because we're also joined by the psychotic simian, the mad monkey, the prince of my Day. Yes, get funky with the monkey. <laughs> yes, this is the mad monkey broadcasting to you live from the Drunken Monkey Rehabilitation Clinic, where we bring you the best goddamn horror podcast there is in all the land. So that's right, listen live, listen online, listen with your mama, we don't care, just make sure you fucking listen. And if you're around other people, do it with a mask on. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Oh, we, oh, we, oh. That's right, that's how you do it. <laughs> And last but not ah. least, the astute, the educated, the very kind Demonic Dean. Welcome. Uh, thank you. Welcome here. Ready for another episode of the Talking Terror program. And uh, uh, we have a very slimy episode for you this evening. I know that you've all been waiting with bated breath. Uh, we've been waiting uh, with bated breath to hear us talk once again this week. So. Absolutely. So uh, before we... We, we get to anything tonight. I want to give it to the uh, ghoul for a second because I want to talk about a pair of kicks that uh, just went up, uh, not up for sale as of yet, but the announcement's been made. They are pretty cool. There's some Nike dunk lows, but I wanted to give it over to the ghoul because I know he's a big fan of kicks, and these are pretty nice. <laughs> I am not a fucking fan of kicks, man. You're talking about the, you're talking about the person here. That's sarcasm. Nikes man. That I got. I got these <laughs> Nikes, okay, for Christmas. I want to say probably about three years ago. Now, they stayed in pretty much pristine condition for all of, like, one year because I didn't wear them. I, like, kept them in the box. I literally would pull them out of the box, wear them on a holiday, put them back in the box, and that would be the, the end of it as of right it's now. Fine strategy, it's, by, it's a fine strategy. It is. It is indeed. Again, they were a Christmas present, so I figured I'd, I'd, I'd get my value out of it. Uh, but as of right now, they're sitting on my side porch. Because uh, as I was talking to, to, to the demonic dean the other day, he and the cool girl went for like a real uh, heavy-duty style, like old-school kids hiking through the woods and through the swampy areas of New Jersey. And my shoes are just covered in mud from like, you know, big old puddles and tromp stomping around Aww. and sucking shit off and everything. Man, oh, I don't give a fuck. They're three <laughs> or four years old now anyway. But, uh, but yes, yeah, no, the shoes in question here are the ones that the Mad Monkey had, uh, had posted recently on the Talking Terror Facebook page. And those are the, uh, they're, they're in the color of Freddy Krueger with 
a Jason Voorhees hockey mask swoosh logo, as it is called, for these Nike shoes. And, you know, I know the, the big grumbling right now is they're $300, you know, but there's only 2,000 pairs of these fuckers being made. Well, I will just simply reinforce it as I learned this past week while trying to get my hands on some of the fucking fuzzy Grateful Dead Bear Nike sneakers. Why would you Pretty buy this thing? Because I like them, okay? And I never buy shoes. I like the way they fucking look. That's why I would have bought those things. But like I was about to say, the reality is this, kiddos. Chances are no regular fucking person's getting their hands on them because there's this thing now called Stock X. Apparently, you know, Mm -hmm. somebody decided, hey, I'm going to make a fucking stock exchange for sneakers. And by doing that now, instead, we're going to drive up the fucking price of these sneakers. So said Grateful Dead sneakers that were on sale for like 150 or whatever fucking price they were, which I would have been willing to pay. And like I said, I don't buy sneakers are now currently going, you know, the price has gone down to a nice thousand dollars. But, you know, originally within three minutes. Three minutes after the fucking auction through Nike's, you know, Facebook, or not Facebook, uh, Nike's little app that you have to download and enter and put a drawing in, three minutes after that drawing ended, those shoes were up there on that fucking stock thing for over three grand. So a 2,000 pair limited edition Freddy Krueger with Jason Swoosh, I'm going to be guessing is probably going to be somewhere up there of like eight to ten grand because somehow out there people are fucking retarded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't know. Sorry, I don't. I, I, I know that's an offensive word. We're in a sensitive fucking society, but you know what? I have no other fucking word to call you. All right. Well, I do just want to say, um, you know, I don't know if if this is something that you guys are aware of. Uh, before this incident with the Grateful Dead sneakers, but I learned all about this culture when I was still in New Jersey teaching in Perth Amboy. Uh, the buying and selling and trading of sneakers is like a a big, big, big time thing. Um, I'm not surprised at all that, that to hear about this this site that you just mentioned, the StockX or whatever it's called. But like, uh, there were some kids in my school that like literally in seventh and eighth grade had like little businesses going already uh with getting to uh stores when uh certain shoes were going to be released to secure a pair and then trading and selling like it's a big time thing man yes but my see my problem is this that at least again is you know these are these kids they're little entrepreneurs they're pulling it off it's still staying in a in, in a vibe this particular company has gotten, you know, a good couple of billion dollar fucking upstarts joining in on it. They've got over 800 employees. Well, yeah. Okay. So if you don't think that they're the motherfuckers that are sitting there with their fucking hella computer systems all putting in, you know, when you're sitting there putting in one draw for your pair of sneakers, if you think that they don't have multiple fucking systems going at that time, like, fuck that. That's an unfair fucking advantage that those billionaire motherfuckers can suck my balls. So, I have a friend... I have a friend who uh, used to... I didn't know this at the time, unfortunately, because then I would have tried to take advantage of it, but... I have a friend who at one point in time was able to like create a like a like a techno a technological like bot for like Ticketmaster site to like guarantee he would like get Johnny tickets Pot? to shows that he would 
<laughs> no, like uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I, I if if you if you want these uh, Jason Voorhees shoes, I can I can talk to my bot making friend and see if he can make you a speaker bot uh, to course. try to get you a, I don't pair. Need a speaker bot. I don't want the fucking sneakers. <laughs> I'm all fine and dandy with that. Right now, that's not even uh, that's not even going up through the Nike site anyway. This is somebody else entirely. Um, who, yes, it's a designer named them. Warren Lottis. Yes, yeah. and you have to go to his specific website, which as of like right now just simply tells you the date, and there's an enter button. But when you hit the August enter button, second. it just brings up it brings up your keyboard to enter a password. So I'm going to guess that what's Here's what I'm going to guess. Here's what I'm going to predict, okay? Because I'm fucking, I'm no Shadamas right now. I'm going to predict <laughs> that this site's going to get overloaded and crash like a motherfucker on August 2nd yep. when the time comes for everybody to enter in. And yet still, somehow, even with this site crashing like crazy, you are going to find those sneakers on sale for $10,000 or more on StockX. <laughs> Talking Easily more. Not brought to you by StockX. StockX can suck my dick until yeah. they pay me money. That's certainly an <laughs> uh, interesting theory. We'll have to check that out because uh, these uh, Jason Voorhees shoes go on sale at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Pacific this Sunday, August 2nd. So uh, we can Sunday. certainly check. We can check after that to see if they hit <laughs> the aftermarket. Uh, it'll be curious to see because I don't one uh, yes there will be two thousand pairs uh, I don't know uh, how many people out there in the fan base will be clamoring to spend three hundred dollars on a pair of shoes which the green that I like I saw one image that was green quite frankly I thought the uh, Jason Voorhees on the swoosh looked good but I thought the shoe itself with the green looked kind of ugly. Uh, no, so yeah, it's, it's not even uh, official. Most of them are fucking idiots. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I'm sorry you didn't get that shoes. Horror fans will spend money on any, 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 anything and everything like they get their hands on. You know, so, so I will admit that. I am. I'm a sore fucking loser. So, yes, you know, the fact that I didn't get my fucking shoes pissed me off. So I, I had all kinds <laughs> of bad things to say on Friday. All right. But, you know, I'm sorry you didn't get your shoes. Just, just to add it, yeah, I know. I'm really, I'm really just, I'm devastated over here. Can't you tell I'm crying? I'm fucking weeping like uh, the piano. Um, the piano? Nothing. Nothing. I don't know, man. Don't you or, mean the notebook? What was that? Yeah, that's Moving like that. a piano over here. <laughs> you know, not for nothing, Nike, but you know, you you, you kind of like, pulled the trigger a little bit early. Don't they think they might have like said, "Hey, you know, we're releasing a Grateful Dead sneaker. We could do it on Jerry's birthday." No, because no, they don't fucking care, man. They don't care. I know they don't. I, yeah. I know this is also. <laughs> hey, look, this is also something that was released in your area. Uh, the San Francisco-based skateboard company or something. They had the the hands on the other two colors. Um, which originally, I guess, uh, the site that announced that they were releasing the sneakers announced that Nike was releasing the yellow and the green ones. But apparently those were only released on this skateboard company's website, and that was back in, like, March. Yeah. And you had to do, like, a... You had to do one of those fucking things that, you know, your, your friends send you fucking stupid chain mail shit about, you know? Stick your finger up your ass, put your thumb on your nose, spin around five times in your living room, diddle the little tip of your dick dong, and then hit the like button and you'll get entered in. What's a dick dong? <laughs> Once you figure that out, then you know what's up. 
You're crying like piano over here. <laughs> Jesus. If I, if I could figure out what a fucking dick-dong was, bro, I'd fucking, I would have the sneakers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that's what's going on. But, uh, Monkey, did you have anything you wanted to talk about before we get into horror news with uh, the Dean? Yes, I do, because on the Talking Terror page, you put up the shit about Shark Week 2020. All right, and yeah, I dude. just got a fucking, and yeah, it's just, if we're going to sit there and talk about this coming up, we got, I want to talk about the rumble on the reef. <laughs> Mike Tyson, Tyson baby. Fighting a fu- <laughs> Mike Tyson fighting a fucking shark. <laughs> Mike Tyson fighting a black tip reef shark. <laughs> I can't wait. What? It's going to be the rumble on the reef. Mike Tyson fighting the shark, baby. I, yeah. Okay. Seriously, Dean. Sunday, August 9th at 9 p.m. All right, for Shark Week, we're gonna have Tyson, Mike Tyson versus the Shark in the Rumble on the Reef match, and it's gonna be him actually fighting a black tip reef shark, and then and then fa- and now then Fame's announcer. Wait, there's a little star flash. You know, when the star flashes, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you wait the right time, you hit the start button, and you, you kind of give this, like, <laughs> big, like, super jump punch. <laughs> <laughs> and, or and then Michael Buffer. <laughs> on, on top of all this, Michael Buffer is going to be the one that's going to be announcing. Button, the, the shark jumps <laughs> out of the water, and you got to stab it with the fucking tip of the boat. <laughs> Michael Buffer, too, <laughs> damn. Please that's tell us about Michael Buffer and the fucking shark and Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's my, Michael Buffer is announcing the entire thing. He's going to be calling the shots while they score off underwater. And it's supposed to be – supposed Mike Tyson is supposed to score a TKO over the shark. Uh, I can't wait. Like, I just I, – I, I don't know. <laughs> just, I want to see him punch the shark in the face. Welcome to the United States of COVID, everybody. Okay, this is not celebrity <laughs> yeah. death match. This is fucking this is, reality. Twenty twenty. This is this is something. This is really happening. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This he's is had a fear of sharks his whole life, and now he's facing it by punching one in the face. <laughs> Just like he punched the tigers in the balls. He wants them to feel That was the greatest fucking thing I've ever heard my tigers say in my life. Like I punch my tigers mm-hmm. in the balls. Why? Because I want them to feel my. So pain. They can feel my pain. <laughs> Mike, Tyson. Mike Tyson is going to fight a great white What the fuck am I even reading right now <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's not a great white It's a it's a black tip All right, He's not fighting a great white He's doing a black tip But then later, That's not what I'm reading Listen man he ain't going to fight a great white Not in this racial fucking situation We got going on right now <laughs> No it's got to be a black on black thing yeah. <laughs> And then later on August 10th We're going to have Jack Attack where it's going to be Sha- Shaquille O'Neal does Shark Week, where he's going to be talking about uh, the most predatory sharks out there and whatnot. He's going to be doing it with YouTube star oh, Dude Perfect and Mark Robert. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, Shaquille O'Neal. Why don't you check yeah. out how these sharks attack people? Check out my shakaroni <laughs> pizza right now, Papa John's. It's shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to break that rib. Under the sea. If, if you're feeling worn out, make sure you use an icy hot patch. And if you need some car insurance, call the general. That's right. I do all of them. And to make it even worse, I actually have the general for my car insurance. 
And I should you not, when you call the car insurance, whenever you need to do something, it actually oh, says, the general, hey, this is Shaq. <laughs> no, it actually says, hey, this is Shaq. Thanks for calling the general. <laughs> oh, man, that would be so great if he was in customer service. How are you doing there, William? This is, uh, you know, this is Shaquille O'Neal. What can I help you with? Fix my hey, fucking monkey. car, I man. Just say I've it. only Thanks. had this shit for two weeks. <laughs> 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 you in the general, thank Have you, you tried to check a Ronin pizza? You might want to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, Mike Tyson fighting the Sharks. Like, how far we've come, 2020. Now we have Mike Tyson punching a shark in the face. Come full circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where are the animal well, rights groups, aren't they? <laughs> They're not saying anything. I don't, I, don't, this is fine. I don't know, man. It's like, where are they? Because this has all been all over the place. You know, they're talking about this match, and yet I'm not hearing any response from anybody about, you know, the animal rights people going, oh, what the fuck are you doing? They should call in the people from Whale Wars. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see how that turns out. I mean, I can't wait to see it. We'll see how it turns out. Do you have anything else, Mikey? uh, um, And then other than that, it's just you put up some stuff on the Talking Terror page. About how, man, there is a ton and ton of gremlin swag that's coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too much. For this year. And I'm just trying to figure out, King, is there something going on this year where it's like some kind of anniversary of gremlins or something? Well, next year, The Secrets of the Mogwai comes out on HBO Yeah, Max. they got to start yeah, laying man. the groundwork, man. Yeah, but they that's just a good little groundwork. cartoon series. They're laying a lot of swag out there, man. Because we yeah, have. Yeah, but the thing the is, fun, and, and again, thirty-year anniversary yeah. of Gremlins too. Taking oh, there into you go. Account what, what Zach Galligan oh, okay. said. And look, I don't, I don't think there's going to be a swell of Gremlins-related merchandise because it's the thirty-year anniversary of Gremlins too. Uh, it's just my opinion. But with the animated Secrets of the Mogwai series Why? due to hit uh, next year, uh, Zach Galligan he said that. Uh, the plan is perhaps for the sequence of the Mogwai series uh, to be used as the springboard to launch Gremlins back to the big screen. Uh, it would make sense that so, like so much of Gremlins swag is is kid friendly, and you can start yeah. building fans now uh, before the animated series gets here, and then like kind of have a fan base at the ready uh, to try and push for a film. Okay, yeah, well, okay the king put a- that does make sense. Yeah. Because the king put on the talking terror page about there's uh, around Christmas time there's Funko is putting out a card game for Gremlins. Uh, there's also going to be an advent calendar coming out for the holiday season this year. Uh, and as the king has already mentioned, we have the NECA figures that are coming out, and then like you said, the new animated series that's due out next year. Why? Seems like a lot of swag. How about that merch? It's that name back out there. Yeah. yeah that way people, yeah. people will be excited for the show. Listen, you know, that yeah, the collectible show. thing, man. And you know what? All of the people that are our age now, Dean, are fucking, you know, we all have kids. We're showing them the gremlins and shit. It's the 30-year anniversary. Fucking Baby Yoda was like the hottest thing six months ago. You know, what else is that? That's Little true. Fuzzy creatures. You know, look. I'll be honest, we just got three rabbits, okay, to add to our fucking menagerie of animals at this house. Um... You know, so so all together now we have 18 pets, um, and that's not even including Jeez. kids. But one of those bunnies, <laughs> the, one of our our little cute bunny, his name is Gizmo. You know, named after the the ever famous Mogwai. 
Yeah. Stripe is better. <laughs> he doesn't have a Stripe, or else I would have named him Stripe. Nah. <laughs> I got to find one with a Stripe. Now we just need some special edition so, Nikes uh, <laughs> to go along with all the Kremlin yeah. <laughs> shit. If I had a fuzzy pair of Grateful Dead sneakers, I probably wouldn't have rabbits right now. But see, see, see what happens. <laughs> I blame Nike. So what you're saying is that you got a rabbit because you didn't get Grateful Dead sneakers? Absolutely. You know, I, I, I had to put my sorrow somewhere. I was so distraught over not getting those sneakers. That I was like, yeah. you know what? I've got to go buy three more living creatures to introduce to my household. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna have I'm going to the ghoul farm. If I'm not going to have furry fucking shoes, I'm going to have furry fucking critters. <laughs> <laughs> he's going yes, to teach them to the r- lay on his feet and keep his feet warm in the wintertime. Because <laughs> he doesn't have Nikes to do that for him. <laughs> See? Now you guys get it. Now, you know what, man? I went to the store to go get chicken. I'll be honest. We went to the store to go get chicken food. Okay? Chicken food. No intention of buying animal at all. This is Rick's Saddle Shop in Englishtown. It's mm-hmm. not a pet store. But there were rabbits in this little bin. And two of the rabbits, like, kind of just came, like, right up to us. And were all friendly and licking us and all this and that. The ghoul girl ran off with the one. You know, just patting it and holding it and whatnot. And I was still like, ah, you know what, they're cute, but we're not getting rabbits. Until the one gray one went over to the other three rabbits, woke up the other gray one, and brought him over to me to be like, hey, what's up, take me home. And I was like, yeah, I can't separate them, so we're going to take these three. <laughs> so, so now you have oh. three rabbits. Yes, three chickens, three rabbits, two snakes, a skink. A hamster, a dog, a cat, f- five toads. Oh, we love skanks. What kind no, of skank do no, you get? Skink. <laughs> a, red, a redhead, preferably. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah this, I don't know. There's something else somewhere, I think. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> somewhere, something like said, crawling. Some other random animal. Somewhere in the house. There's five toads in the house somewhere, too, you know. Two cats. Here you go. That's well, what it, Two cats. It, 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 it was five, but then you find out that they can just keep having babies underneath the couch. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. That's how the bull ends up on an A&E special. The sex is we thought we had everything under control, but look at this place. <laughs> it's going to look like that <laughs> night of the lupus movie, okay? Because not only, not only did we get rabbits, okay? You know, listen. Did we get, like, general rabbits? No, we got corporal rabbits. Oh, that's a bad military. Captain joke. rabbits. Did we get? Did we get captain rabbits? No. Did we get lobster <laughs> rabbits? No. No. What did we get? We got Flemish giants. rabbits. Okay. The, the Flemish giants are the largest breed of rabbits. Oh, those you know, things get When you see those those pictures of people holding like disproportionate rabbits, well, I've got three of them. <laughs> they're really tiny and cute right now, but they're gonna get big. <laughs> that they're gonna. That's when you sit there and breed them and make them super big and then put saddles on them and ride them around the so, backyard. <laughs> yes, battle bunnies. What size are they now? That's, that's got a cartoon written all over it right there, man. How the fuck are battle, battle bunnies ever done? <laughs> Coming soon, the fox. 
shit. You can make that a kid's cartoon or a fucking adult porn, man. Shove a butt plug in their asses and you just have some fucking Playboy Playmates run around. Ooh, that could work, too. Okay. How big are they right now? Funny. Nice. Uh, roughly the size of a softball, I guess, when they're kind of like, you know, like bunched up. All right. And so, but one day they're going to be roughly like, they're going to be like a basketball when they're bunched up. Right? Those are the ones they, that get huge. Yeah. I mean, you know, some sizes as large as, you know, 15 to 20 pounds. <laughs> like the size of a small dog, essentially. Remember, yeah, no, I know. I've seen those things at the at the fair, man. You know, those giant ass rabbits. Hey, this is what happens. This is what happens when the ghoul's mom didn't buy him a popple when he was a kid. Okay, <laughs> he just bought him a popple. <laughs> then he would need furry things that fold up now. He had all we the popples. Popple we have a popple somewhere in this house, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not surprised. But, but that being said, it does actually. You know what? There is something to do with my childhood that that kind of created this bunny situation. When I was a kid. You know, my, my mother, my ever-glorious mom, who I love dearly, and the, the dean knows her well, um, you know, she she liked to, to make us kids happy. Now, this is prior to all of my sisters being born, so I was still like an only child living <laughs> with my mother and stepfather in Brooklyn, um, in uh, the place that we were renting at the time, and Easter rolled around, and my mother had a great idea of giving me a bunny, a rabbit, for Easter. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. I, uh, unbelievable. I have a fucking rabbit, you know. I'm going to take care of it. I, I was like Elmira. I'm going to love it. I'm going to care for it. I wanted to be a veterinarian. But I can't. That's what I wanted to do until I was like, I don't know, 15, 14, and I discovered vagina. Um, and then <laughs> Those two things detracted me from ever wanting to be a vet. Um, LSD, that, that aided in that as well. So anyway, though, here I am, little kid, got my rabbit, and I'm all like, okay, I, I love my rabbit, it's my buddy, this and that. Well, within a week or two after Easter is done, my rabbit vanished. Now, of course, my mother told me, oh, it must have ran behind, like, the pipes or whatever in the basement of the, the apartment, and, you know, that, that, that's where it was. So I spent days, sure. if not weeks, you know, setting up, like, food and things like that, hoping that my rabbit that was back there would eventually come out and, like, rejoin me and be my pet uh, again. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm sure now, as an adult, that my mother probably just simply was like, yeah, you're not having a rabbit, and said rabbit got, like, shipped off to wherever my mother sends fucking animals that, like, you know, my kid's sisters and shit like that. Yeah. Then we could say to the farm. My guess is more likely, like, you know, for, for my sister's case, it's like on the side of Route 18 somewhere or some shit like that. I don't know, somewhere that's a wooded area. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so wow. yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's not like she put them to pasture. She just let them fucking roam free, essentially, is what I what I picture in my head. For all I know, they were right. tied up in plastic bags and thrown at fucking lakes, you know? <laughs> I don't know. My mother's, my mother's a weird person. Your family person. has a history of dispatching animals like that, man. Either, either or is a definite possibility, and either explanation is completely feasible with that woman. So, who knows? Who really knows? But yes, that, that's a deep scar in me as a child, because I never got my pet rabbit. So now I've got three pet rabbits. So there. Better than Have it, you. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to die on my okay. pet around 70 pounds. This is adulting. Well, adulting the, 101 in 2020. <laughs> gone over some things, had the pet talk. 
I want to give it over to uh, the Dean for some horror news. What do we got before we get into the movie here tonight? So we talked about the, the Jason Voorhees shoes and was going to talk about those, but I do want to know, and, and the king who builds himself as our foremost uh, expert in things related to Charles Manson, I was curious as if the curious to know if the king was familiar with the new six-part Helter Skelter American Myth Manson documentary of the first episode, which aired this past Sunday on the Epics Network. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I knew about it being on Epics. Uh, I, I just I, I haven't really gotten to it yet just because I know it's not going to be anything new. They said that there's going to be new footage and new interviews and things that you didn't know about, but I've seen so many Manson family documentaries. They're saying that this is the most definitive recounting of the Manson family ever on screen. They say they're going to challenge everything viewers (laughs) think they know. And they also remind there's going to be never before uh, access to interviews with former family members as well as journalists. I mean, to be honest, I'm more interested in following the Wesley Van Houten parole right now because she has been granted parole, but once again, it's going to go over to Gavin Newsom to make the ultimate decision. He's going to deny it. I already know it, but I'd be very interested to see if he finally just says, fuck it, let's go her out. She's 70 fucking years old. She's not a uh, threat to anybody. So Leslie Van Houten, you know, I, I would love to see her get free. Charlie's long dead. You know, it's about time these people fucking get free. They're not a threat. Huh. I mean, it's been a it's few years. Newsom stable. He's not long dead, but, you know... Well, he doesn't have any influence over them, and he hadn't. How do you know? How do you know? Fuck those. Oh, I know. Believe me, these people. (laughs) I mean, I mean, (laughs) thankfully, thankfully, Cliff Booth took care of a few of them, but uh, you know, there's still you know a few more out there. uh, You know, and fuck them. Don't. What do you mean they? They should stay in fucking jail. They shouldn't be fucking getting out because they're old. Uh, Fuck those people. Wasting taxpayers' money like this. That, that was my go-to sink movie a... last night. That was my go-to sink movie that, last Hollywood? night. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Once upon, yeah, yeah. yeah it's fanta- that is fantastic. Go to sleep, man. Like, yeah, except the problem is, is I don't go to sleep to it so easily. So it's pretty much you know me watching about you know two hours worth of that fucking movie before finally passing out. Did you like? Did you watch? Like when you say that it was your going to sleep movie, was it something that you chose to put on and start from the beginning, or was it on TV and that's what you left on as you were scrolling? No, my go to sleep movies are in my movie list, so it's something I chose to put on and then go to sleep to. I don't even think I chose it. Google Girl chose it. Last thing I remember was uh. sitting with uh, sitting with the little girl talking about Easy Breezy, you know. And I guess I chose <laughs> off at that point. <laughs> Poor so Easy you say breezy. you have your go to sleep movies in your movie list. Uh, what are some of the other titles in your go-to-sleep movie list? I can tell you right now, every single time. There's two movies, Please. for me anyway, that are, are total go-tos to put me to bed. Okay? One is The Hobbit. Okay? The first Hobbit. An unexpected journey. I put that movie on. My ass, is fucking, my ass is snoring by the time the dwarves start fucking singing. Okay? Once they start doing their little... <laughs> in the dark and deep. I'm like... Uh, my, my other one... It's just a movie that I, I, I truly do adore. I love the movie. But I do put it on because I've seen it so many times that I go to sleep. And that's The Seventh Son uh, with Jeff Bridges and other uh, – Julianne Moore is in it and stuff. And it's 
this, That's a good one. this weird Yeah, it's a weird little film from you know, based off of some freaking like English like book series called the uh the Spook's Apprentice. And uh you know, it's uh so so here they called it the Seventh Son and, and yeah, I don't know, like I said, I've seen it so many times that I put it on and uh, within a couple of minutes I'm I'm snoring away. So those are like two definite <laughs> go tos. Other ones are like Terminator and I don't know. Die hard. Yeah, just, yeah exactly. <laughs> Something like that. Goonies, I can put on and fall asleep. It all depends on when's the last time I saw it. Captain America, Winter Soldier. You know, I've seen that one so many times. I put it on, and it's like, I don't know. I hear him say, on your left, and I'm like. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is Captain America the Winter Soldier? He's, He's not. not the Winter Soldier. The Winter He's Soldier. He's Bucky Barnes. It's called it's Captain sorry. America the Winter Soldier. Captain America yeah. colon the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. I don't yeah. care about his colon. You don't? I mean, that's America's ass right there. Then what is the Winter Soldier? Bucky watch Barnes. the movie, you'll find out. That only comes out when it's cold. See, if you ever watch the MCU <laughs> yeah. movies, you can fucking find out. I'm not ruining that. You find out who the Winter Soldier is. <laughs> is he? Is he like a like um like a like a like a like a cold? A weather superhero? Yes. He's someone who does horror. He's someone who does horror news. So what have you got, Dean? Like <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, John. Batman and Robin, and you got nothing like that. <laughs> so he's a cross between Mister Freeze and Iceman. Oh, absolutely not. Sure. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> God. Think. Please Think. move on to the next topic. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay. <laughs> Let's just stay with that. <laughs> think, think Aquaman from the 70s DC superhero cartoon. And there you go. I know. I, that, I, I saw that. I know that. <laughs> Yay! Awesome. I know that cartoon. <laughs> we won. <laughs> All right, so uh, I know we talked about this uh, in our in our chat, but uh, John Saxon of Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. fame has passed away at the age of 83. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just a quick note about that. You know, started in one of arguably one of the most popular and most famous genre entries in the history of horror. Enter the um, Dragon, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enter the Dragon. I mean, he's had a long, married... He's had a very long, very varied career, uh, but in relation to to what we talk about here at Talking Terror, uh, I what, felt um, compelled Sneakers? to start with Nightmare on <laughs> <Elm Street. laughs> Animals? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he was also in an, another great uh, cheesy science fiction movie called Battle <clears throat> to the Stars, which I covered on Sci-Fi Sunday not too long ago, where he played the villain in that movie, which was just super fun, super cheesy. You know, fun special effects in it. Um, it threw me off, though. I was looking him up on IMDb earlier today and didn't realize how much he got cast as, you know, Italian or Spanish in his earlier career. Yeah. I mean, in an earlier role. Oh, yeah. That's a lot for him. Uh, and his famous wig trailer. That's that he always brought with him every set. Yeah, I remember you telling me about the wig trailer, man. <laughs> it's just Had to have it. as hell. 
Had to have a space for all his weights. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you okay. say, who else do you want to talk about? I know you said John Saxon. Yes, and uh, moving on, uh, R.L. Stein of Goosebumps fame, uh, before mm-hmm. Goosebumps, wrote a, a four-book series, uh, you know, called The Babysitter. And uh, those books. babysitter, those, so uh, then you might be pleased to know uh, that uh, two different entertainment companies are teaming up and developing a limited TV series based on R.L. Stein's babysitter novels. Uh, there is no timetable, but this is in the works. Uh, so if you are a fan of the babysitter novels, uh, check out, uh, you know, Google or wherever you get your news from and, and keep your eyes peeled for more information. And uh, soon enough, you will have the opportunity to relive the glory of reading these on the small screen. I had no I idea that R.L. Stein wrote for the baby. I had no idea he wrote for the Babysitter's Club. Yeah, I know. He didn't. <laughs> that was a bad one. That, wow, monkey. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. You tried. You're better you than tried that. You're so hard that. with that one. You were patting yourself on the back, I know. But, wow. No. no. It's okay, monkey. Next time. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Sydney uh, fun. You know, um, I thought he was with Sweet Pie High. <laughs> I know that I have been the one host of the Talking Terror show that has stayed current with The Walking Dead and mm-hmm. uh, you know has, has yes <laughs> yeah. well I'm going to say it again in case we have a whole handful of new listeners this evening uh, who might so, not so know wait that. a minute you're the only host of Talking Terror that is current with The Walking Dead yeah, I believe so. Just so we're clear. <laughs> Just want to make sure we're clear. <laughs> I got that cool. Thank you. Uh, due to the pandemic, uh, all of season 10 was not able to air, and there was one episode uh, that we were left hanging uh, oh, no. on, and uh, <laughs> we have not gotten the closure to that to that 10th season. So uh, they said due to some things that were still going on in post-production that couldn't happen because of COVID, uh, we would have to wait, but uh, the wait will not go on for that much longer because The Walking Dead has told us that we will get to watch that final episode that we've been waiting for on October 4th. In other Walking Dead news, they have also said that they are going to film six additional episodes that will be officially part of Season 10, but those episodes are not going to air till sometime in the first part of 2021, and then the hope is that they will be back on track with a very exciting story that they're looking forward to tell uh, with season 11 with its normal October 2021 release spot. Okay, so Dean, what you're saying is that they started showing season 10 while they were still filming season 10? Uh, yeah, you know, as, season, as, as the season goes along, you know, they, and it's typical for, for many shows that the entire season is not yet in the can uh, when they start to air them. There were still some things that had to be done, like there, everything as far as cast and, and cast performance was done, but there was some post, uh, I think maybe some audio stuff and some effect stuff uh, that needed to take place, and they weren't able to do those things just for that one final episode. 
Oh, okay. So they weren't like waiting okay. to go back and shoot. Uh, they just they were waiting to get some of this post production stuff for that final episode. So uh, that oh, will air okay. on October fourth. Yeah, that will air on October fourth, and uh, there'll be some more episodes for that season after the new year, and then hopefully back on track October twenty twenty one with uh, season eleven. Uh, with other things, as we've talked about so many things moving on to 2021, uh, Quiet Place 2, uh, remember that's still out there if you haven't forgotten. Oh. You have uh, Quiet Place <laughs> 2 is being uh, wow. pushed off seven months. Uh, so the new release date for A Quiet Place 2 is April 23rd, 2021. And, Why are we even getting uh, that thing? <laughs> what, was that English? What did you just say? He's a huge fan. No, I was saying, like, why are we even getting this, though? It's like, you know, the sequel to, oh, man. Oh, why are we getting it? Because they like, filmed it and they want to release it, Monkey. That's why we're getting it. Why are we getting this? That's a great question, Monkey. In depth. <laughs> why are we getting material? a film sequel? <laughs> I don't want uh, it. <laughs> Not nearly no, as drastic maybe, maybe as the because push. They made 300, the first one made three hundred and forty fucking million dollars, you know. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a very good point. Failure. Let's just listen to the ghoul. Listen yeah. to the ghoul. Three hundred plus million a, for a horror film. But. On a on a seventeen to twenty one million dollar budget, you know. No, this is the, the, I, I'm just like you, monkey. I wasn't that's the biggest it. fan of the, of the film. Okay, I wasn't. I felt kind of let down. I was expecting something that was, uh, I don't know, for, for, all it, for what the premise was, I was let down by the film. Not for what the film actually gave me, but more about because I just felt like there should have been something better done with it. Uh, I'm hoping they give me that with the sequel. Stay tuned. All right. What else is uh, Not being pushed as drastically, uh, the American release of Train to Busan Peninsula has been pushed, but only two weeks. Uh, it's being pushed from August 7th to August 21st uh, for the theatrical release they're going to try with it in the United States. And, you know, that shifting of dates has to do with the fact that uh, Regal Cinemas and the others oh have God. also uh, now announced like an August to get back. Uh, target date sometime in August. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, well, uh, Dean, here's an odd question. I mean, and I guess for you too, Ghoul, is um, just because I I know you love actually going to the horror movie, I mean, going to movie theaters and stuff like that, and I don't know if they have a release date there, Dean, but are they going to release this in other countries first since they're a it's lot of already out it's already, compared to the way? It's, it's already out in other countries. Uh, we talked oh, about really? this on the show last week. It was released in... Uh, in uh, several Asian countries, and because nothing is in the movie theaters right now, it like smashed uh, the box office and actually did very successful and made a whole what? bunch of money in uh, Vietnam, Korea, uh, where it's from. It's a Korean film. Uh, Korea, Vietnam, right. maybe Thailand. There was a few Asian countries. Yamaha. <laughs> uh, where it did have its release. So. <laughs> okay, so yeah. again, we're just behind. But okay, cool. Thank you, Dean. The U.S. You're is welcome. behind on something? No way. Yeah, <laughs> no. it's like we're almost. It's like we're Canada. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> an, an event that I never had the chance to attend, but always sounds kind of cool to me, especially the one from two years ago, uh, and that is Universal's Halloween Horror Nights uh, has officially yeah. been canceled for the year uh, 2020. There will be no Universal Halloween Horror Nights this year. Uh, it's just, you know, I have not been to one. It's like where they have it out here in California. It's like a five-hour drive, uh, probably more like six to seven, based on the insane traffic down around those ways. And, uh, you know, a couple years ago, uh, they did a Halloween Horror Nights where one of the themes was Halloween 4, and they created like a like an interactive uh, Halloween 4-based Haddonfield that you could like walk through like you were in Haddonfield in Halloween 4. And that sounded awesome. And uh, I would have loved to have an opportunity to go there. Uh, Unfortunately, it did not come to pass, but uh, maybe 2021 Halloween Horror Nights comes back with something cool and, uh, you know, get a chance to, to check it out one of these years. Shame. But if you're a, a visitor of it, I'm sorry to break the news that it has been canceled. Mm-hmm. Smart, smart right. move on their part, though, in my opinion. What's that? I just said smart move on their part. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it's the, the right move. But anyway. But every, everyone should be wearing a mask if they go. <laughs> yes. Well, so I'll have to worry about the next year. <laughs> Don't worry, Finally, we'll all be dead by after, next year. Hey, come on, have you <laughs> seen any of these George Romero movies? We're fucked. <laughs> no, John Luke was not going to be there to save us. <laughs> Get the dead reckoning, baby. <laughs> Go ahead, Dean. <laughs> after so much speculation, uh, you know, everyone has been speculating so it's finally been announced i hate being speculated once again uh <laughs> brad duraf is going to step into the the tiny shoes of chucky for the upcoming sci-fi slash usa child's play tv series wow i was worried oh. i was concerned i know a lot of people were concerned about that and not only that these networks have permission to allow chucky to drop anywhere from 8 to 10 F-bombs per episode. So if your enjoyment of a child's play television series hinges on whether or not you get to hear Chucky utter profanities, uh, be still your beating heart. Uh, Chucky will be able to say the F-word. Oh, so worried. Well, now we know how many fucks Chucky gives per episode. 8 to 10 fucks is how many he he gives. Far quads. Yeah, he gets eight to ten far quads <laughs> per episode. Bang hmm. <laughs> Shui. Yeah, could he could. Funicula, yeah. funicula. Eight to ten. <laughs> funicula, funicula. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he said eight to ten fucks per movie. I didn't think he said it that much. Right? I don't know. I've never done a count. I will uh I will get right on not doing that. So uh that that's that's where we'll go with that. <laughs> oh. So, I'm glad. Absolutely. I was hoping you would say that. It's, it's it's one of the horror series that I do not own on my uh my system or on DVD. Surprisingly. I have the first three. I don't, uh-huh. I don't own those. We don't have any of the child's play. For... Okay. Okay, Sorry to hear that. 
No, I just said okay. I, I, did, I, I didn't realize no. that that required, like, what was that, like a moment of silence? Or like, <laughs> I know. Like, Everybody just got real quiet. I was like, okay. Everybody's oh, sad. Oh. Get those sorry, I, was, <laughs> I was taking notes over here. <laughs> oh, he's already watching Child's Play, taking notes. That's one. Yeah, I am. <laughs> it's going to be my pick. <laughs> What else you got, Dean? Uh, American Horror Stories Ryan Murphy uh, is producing a limited series for network uh, for Netflix for the Netflix uh, streaming service that will debut on September 18th. That is going to be a character study of the character of Nurse Ratchet uh, from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Who you know that film. You know, if you there's certain ways you can look at it, and it very much is a horror film. Uh, but yeah. uh, if you want to find out about Nurse Ratchet, it's going to be uh, she's going to be played by uh, American Horror Story regular Sarah Paulson, uh, who Ryan mm. Murphy obviously has a very close working relationship with. But uh, there's a whole bunch of stills available to see on the internet uh, from it. But uh, it will hit Netflix on September. Uh, I can't read my chicken scratch. Either September 8th 18th. or September 18th. One of those. So, um, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, nurse, nurse Ratchet. Ratchet. I never <laughs> saw her as Ratchet. a villain. You know I mean? I know she, like you had said, uh, Dean, she could be looked at either way. I always felt her as a kind of tragic no, character. No, 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 no. I said the film, in some ways, can be looked at as a horror film. Oh, absolutely it can. Yeah, I mean, the character itself, though, I, I never really viewed her as the bad character. Uh, you know, Nurse Ratchet, I know everybody thinks of that way. I just, you know, I think her as a tragic character, and I'm not a fan of Sarah Paulson. I saw the trailer, and it just looks like American Horror Story. Like, you can't do any better than Louise Fletcher as Nurse Ratchet. So, uh, I'm sure it'll do well, but I'm not looking forward to it. If it can be viewed as a horror film, that'll be my next pick. How about that? You know, three weeks from okay. now, we'll cover, we'll cover that. I'd love we'll it. Say. I, I, oh, that's man. one of my favorite movies. One for the Cougars, man. One of my favorites. Um, but yeah, it could definitely be viewed as a horror film, horror adjacent, like with Heather's, like we talked about. Um, but yeah, Louis Fletcher, in my mind, is just the ultimate nurse ratchet. Sarah Paulson's just a one-note character. I've never liked her, but you know, who knows? Maybe the series will do good. Next thing you know, we'll have five seasons of Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> who knows? We'll see. And then, uh, you know, as, I'm not picking that. I I I I can't fathom Aww. that there'll be little bits of information like this coming out weekly all the way to October of next year. Uh, but in the world of all things Haddonfield, uh, a couple of little bit more uh, tidbits of information about uh, Halloween kills. Uh, we've talked about how they say it's going to be nasty and how they said we have to go big or go home and how it's going to be vicious. And, uh, apparently, uh, Halloween kills is going to be exploring uh, Haddonfield the, the, over, the overarching Haddonfield response to Michael Myers and the outrage of Haddonfield. Uh, they said that the working title uh, was Mob Rules. Uh, you know, Ooh. so it appears there's going to be a mob that, that gathers in Haddonfield. And they did say that while, uh, you know, Laurie Strode uh, is the emotional core of the film, uh, in this case, she will not be the main character, uh, but her granddaughter, Allison, kind of steps into that lead role and is going to be uh, one of the ringleaders of this angry mob that gathers in Haddonfield. And 
Uh, Gordon Green also said that there'll be some strange returning characters from Halloween 18, uh, but that hasn't officially been confirmed yet. So uh, just a couple of other little uh, sorts of information about uh, Halloween kills and things going on in the world of uh, David Gordon Green Haddonfield. And, uh, you know, we'll continue to talk about this, you know, for the next year and a half until uh, we finally get to the place where this thing hits the screen. Uh, wow, I mean, Mob fucking rules have been the worst fucking title, I swear. <laughs> Halloween Mob It was nah. just a working title, you know. It was just where are we going? <laughs> you know, yeah, but you know, yeah, I'm going to go rip off a Black Sabbath song as your working title. It's just, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I like I said I, I'm all for having uh, Andy Matichak being the new Lori, you know, having her be the primary focus as opposed to, to Jimmy Lee Curtis, especially because she's been so injured. Last movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and that would have been fine, but they wanted it to be again the ultimate showdown between Lori and Michael. We didn't get it, you know. They kind of did it, but they kind of didn't. So this time, let's have Lori be in the hospital like in Halloween Two, where she did fucking nothing throughout that entire movie until the end of the movie, where she kind of shows up a little bit. So. I'm okay with it, but having this whole mob thing, I just, I, I don't know. I just, I try to put it in reality, and I know I shouldn't because it's a horror film, but at the same time, how many people in Haddonfield think are really going to fucking form a mob to try to take down? <laughs> they did in Halloween 4, man. They were driving all over the fucking town. That was three rednecks. That was four fucking drunk rednecks. That's not the whole town. <laughs> it wasn't four rednecks. Four it was like four rednecks. trucks full of rednecks. Mm-hmm. Two trucks. Twelve rednecks. <laughs> it, was. It, was, it was. It was multiple trucks full of rednecks. Yeah, it was two trucks full of fucking rednecks that were drunk out of their heads trying to fucking kill Michael. That's not the entire town. Like the, this Halloween kills are making it seem like the entire town's gonna grab pitchforks and fuck Michael Myers. Like, yeah, no, I'm sorry, that's not there how towns like, work. There were like eight, eight to ten of those dudes that he took down in that misty fucking fog-ridden park area, and then the one dude shot the other guy. <laughs> no, no, they, I, I, I they have, shot Ted Hollister. I have some facts coming in. Just a second yeah. here. We have, yeah. let's see, two police cruisers, three, four mm-hmm. police cruisers. Which came from another town because Haddonfield Police was destroyed in Halloween 4. So they yeah, were not Haddonfield Police officers. Okay, so. Those were not Haddonfield cops. They were Russellville cops. Well, we're, we're really going to check these stats. Right, can't we come back to this next week, man? Yes, we, we, can, we can come back to this. We can come back to this. This, this should, this right. should be, yeah. be continued. You know what I mean? Like, this, this doesn't need we, to be a right, real-time event. <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, we'll go through just, it. Trust I, me. I know about Halloween we 4. Will. We're going through it next week. So, anyway, <laughs> uh, that's... That is what's going on right now in, in the world of horror. I hope that uh, you're, if you've been waiting for news, your your wantings have been satiated uh, by our skilled uh, delivery of such information. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> professional as always, Dean. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you that is how he does it. Thank you. Thank you. We're not. Thank you. That's the show, everybody. We're not. Uh, can't wait to see you back here next week. Delivery. At all. <laughs> We're not sluggish <laughs> at all. <laughs> sluggish? Okay. Yeah. It was a little sluggish on <laughs> the end, but that's okay. Oh, I see, we, I we see, got a what, I see what you did there. No, I oh, said you're, you're was so not very crafty. You <laughs> was not sluggish. Okay, at all, King. But speaking of slug, uh, what movie are we covering tonight? We the are Terminator from 1984. Tonight. We are covering <laughs> Slugs the Movie. 
Uh, known also <laughs> as its Spanish title, Slugs El Muerte Viscosa. Muerte oh. Viscosa. Squirt? Ay, ay, ay. It's a... It's a... <laughs> mild feature uh, from I see, I see, 1988. Uh, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? I don't know anymore. <laughs> anyway, carry on, dude. Slugs. Carry on, you wayward son. Yes. Sam, you beat me to it. <laughs> There'll be peace when I'm done, because then I don't fucking care what you say. Um, <laughs> Never cry no more. 1988. American-Spanish oh. film. Apparently, I had no idea that this was based on a novel, uh, but this is based on the novel Slugs from 1982 by Sean Hudson. Um, and in this film, we have a small town that has been overrun, overrun by uh, toxic, black, slimy slugs and is up to the town health inspector, Mike Brady, of all names, uh, to figure out <laughs> and save the day, uh, you know, facing all of the bureaucratic red tape that stands in his way to saving the day from the, the toxic slugs uh, that are infesting and murdering uh, throughout the town. Absolutely. Directed by J.P. Simon of Pieces fame. But, uh, look, uh, the first thing I, I was puzzled by, and I, I, you know, have not yet done the research to timelines, and I'm just learning seriously right now that this was a, just a novel from 1982, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a 1988 film. As I'm watching this, I was kind of surprised that this was 1988. I more felt oh, like yeah. this was like 1982 like 1981, 82, 83 type film. Yes, uh, I, yes. I, I did not <laughs> see this as 1988 as I was watching it. But, uh, you know, look, this is a fucking stupid-ass, uh, you know, minor creature feature with slugs. Uh, <laughs> at times a little bit boring, but there was some fun, uh, some, four blo- some, some fun uh, blood and gore and, and, and stuff. Uh, so there was some, some good gore, but, you know, it was uh, not, a, not a bad way to kill a little bit of time. You know, I didn't hate it. Uh, it's like a stupid 80s creature feature. All right. Uh, Dean, what you think? I'm not uh, Go. What you think about Slugs? I just said. I just said what I thought. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what, you what did it. you think, and Dean? In your top ten now. <laughs> no. The Dean doesn't have a top ten or a top five. That's all you, King. Um, That's true. He doesn't have a rating system. We haven't harkened back to that in a long time. Uh, yeah, one of those that's that I true. know has got like a Robot. cult following, and and I can see why it's got a cult following. Um, for me, it felt it fell a little bit flat. I was hoping for a little bit more humor than than what was in it. But yes, this definitely reminded me of Crawl. Um, right now, Swerve. Mm-hmm. I just watched that movie. a couple um, nights ago. You know, stuff Storm, like yeah, that. So, so yeah, seventies style creature feature with you know little little fuckers, you know, doing damage around shit. Uh, I wanted little fuckers wanted doing little fucker things. That's right, man. <laughs> That's what fuckers do. Uh, I wanted something more along the lines of like get alive, as far as like gore level. Like if you're gonna give me something like this, and I'm supposed to believe yeah. that these little black slimy fuckers are what are doing all this damage, give me that level of gore. 
you know, make this thing. I I, I want to add a, a little story. note to that. I I hear what you're saying, Ghoul, and you totally know that I agree with you on the levels of gore because we had that era where we spent our time trying to find and watch what were considered to be the most gory movies ever made. Um, mm-hmm. I feel that that like Dead Alive level is a is a super 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 tall order because that's one of the that's one of the yeah. greatest ever made. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like right. I I I, I, I would have liked some okay. more, but I based on. I feel like based on a lot of our recent picks, we haven't had some of this kind of squishy, spurty, uh, bloody gore uh, in, in a little bit. So I was I was happy to That's see true. some of the point I was trying to make. Man, this, this is the first horror movie we've picked in like a month and change. Everything's been fucking adjacent, you know? We've been like this and that. And no, year. my last pick um, was House, man. House is a horror film. Yeah, solid horror film. Oh, yes, it's a horror film. So, anyway, though, yes. So, did I enjoy the movie? I did. There there were points. There's one particular moment in this film that if this movie kept that vibe throughout the whole entire film, I would have loved it. But instead, it kind of hit that that point a couple of times only, and and that's what left me Was it the sex scene? What about you? No. We'll get to it when we get to it. That's right. See, come on. Go ahead, Monkey. trying to bust the system. Monkey, what did you feel about this movie? <laughs> okay, I, I was bump like the, the scene where I... <laughs> well, yeah, this movie I'll was made in 88. I definitely, I definitely felt like the time was off just because I felt like I was definitely 1980, 1981. Uh, j- j- just because... All right, just for the, <laughs> just because of the lone reason of the weird ass like you know early '80s cop TV show music that kept coming in at the wrong times of the movie where it didn't fit in with what was going on in with the movie. It's like they just fa- found some random you know sh- shit from T.J. Hooker, decided to play it and throw it on there. Um, special effects though was awesome. Special effects supervisor was Emilio Ruiz del Rio. Okay, he went ahead and worked on movies from as far from as far back as Conan the Barbarian. He worked on Dune. He worked on Pan's Labyrinth. Worked on Devil's Backbone. Man, this dude did everything from <clears throat> doing matte painting, doing miniatures, uh, doing you know just being a model maker to straight on special effects. This this guy's been all over the place since way back in the day. And I was, and I was just impressed with his work. Okay, King, what did you yeah, think? Uh, you know, I've always had a, a soft spot for Juan Piquier Simon or, or J.P. Simon, as he's known in this movie, just because he's a, a Spanish director that just wanted to make exploitation films. Like he was always adamant about the fact that he doesn't care what it is; it's just exploitation. He's not trying to make the next masterpiece. He just knows what he likes to do, and he's going to do it. And it shows in pieces where it's just all over the place. It's just gore. It's nonsense. It's funny. And that's why when you watch Slugs, if you know it's J.P. Simon, you know you're not going to see a deep movie. You're not going to get a well-thought-out movie. The plot's going to be a little bit jumpy. The dialogue's going to be a little bit silly and over the top. But it's just you're watching it to see people die in funny ways and and get through the movie. And I think where the effects were – uh, they were great, like the monkey had said. You know, in some of the sequences, they're really great. Some of them, not so great. But, I mean, you get to see exploding heads and bodies being decimated by fucking slugs. Like, the most innocuous fucking creatures on Earth are the villains of this movie. So it's just a fun movie. You know, like the, the, the Dean had said, a fun waste of time. 
Yeah, and I got to give it to this movie also. It's just it did a good job. Like it actually, you know, gave me a couple shivers here and there, you know, which is rare. You know, it just you know that feeling, and it, it this movie did that. So you know, Dean, thanks for picking this, man. I'd never seen this before. It was fun for me, you know. But let's get into this bad Yay. boy. <laughs> but, and it's also because the movie doesn't really waste too much time. You know, I mean, right from the bat, you're getting this weird, like, what the fuck movie are we watching? When you have two people out in the lake, and the boyfriend is, I don't want to go in the water. It's too cold. And she's like, whatever, fuck you, man. I'm going in the water. King, he gets dragged into the water, waste, and there's a bunch of blood. It didn't waste any time. <laughs> that was all, like, 14 yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, you know, there was, like, like zero expi- like expectation. It was like, I'm going in. Okay. Oh, what happened? What's happening? I couldn't believe how fast. I meant to say that. Uh, th- that opening yeah. sequence, how fast that was. It's yeah, just and insane she's already, how quickly you get in. Yeah. yeah. And she's already taking her clothes off within that first 40 seconds. I was like, oh, right. Nice job, yeah. Dean. <laughs> We're getting right into it without any explanation as to what the fuck is going on. Because the next thing you know, the water's turning red. And she's screaming. And then you get right into the credits of the movie. And then we cut to an old man who gets knocked over by a car driving by full of asshole teenagers. And you find out that he's living in an evicted house. He has to leave. And this is Ron Bell. Does not give a fuck about anything, about the dog, about the government. I'm just going to go inside my fucking house that I shouldn't be in and drink some beers. Oh, my God, what's that? What's happening? Uh, cut to the next scene where he's fucking completely eviscerated. And say, like, okay, so we're not wasting any time. We're like five minutes into this movie, and already we've had two deaths. <laughs> and yep. the second one, you get to see his damage. That was left behind by whatever fucking killed him, because he's just nothing but flesh and bone and just blood. It's, uh, you're right. That's amazing. But again, and then again, straight off the bat, though, we get we get our first effects piece here of just this mangled up corpse that's just covered with you know just all slime and eating away and just looking fun and juicy and just oh you know. But at the same time, though, I was worried for for you for a second, King, when this movie started started, and I was oh, like, dog? oh no, he's he, yeah, I was like, he's got a dog with him. Yeah. But the do- but the yeah. dog was smart. <laughs> the dogs in these movies yep. are in this movie is smart. The dogs are like, fuck this. I know it's not right. <laughs> I'm not going there. And the people are like, Hell what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dog was having none of that shit. <laughs> Just stay outside. <laughs> you die. I'll be fine on the outside. Um, <laughs> but we also get introduced to like the Dean had said, Mike Brady, who works with the health department. He's with his wife. And they just had a dinner with David like and Brady. Maureen. Maureen just wants to have a good fucking time, man. So bored in this fucking town in Ashton. She just wants to get her fuck on and have a good time. But now, you know, we have to be up early. We have to meet the sheriff. Have to do an eviction <laughs> notice. Sorry. Got to be out of here. <laughs> Maureen just wants to be in 1988 Tom Cruise movie. That's what it struck me as her <laughs> character was. She's just in the wrong movie, wrong setting. She definitely does not want to be in this town. <laughs> yeah. So fucking boring. Just nothing ever happens in Ashton. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, she wants to party. She wants to have a good time. Um, we also get introduced yeah. to Don and Maria. Don is the head of sanitation with his wife, Maria, who I guess is some kind of French. They never really tell you, but she's got this weird accent. Like she might be, you know, Austrian or French, but nevertheless. She, she, well, she's, she's supposed to be French, I think, but she's a Spanish actress that was in a lot of Spanish uh, soap operas. And mm. I don't know about you guys, but she just struck me as way too old to be playing the role of his wife. A little <laughs> bit. Like, there is just this, yeah, it was just like, man, she's like at least 10 years his senior, you know. 
He doesn't care because he's going to ravage her on Halloween. That was like the first (laughs) thing that came out of my mouth, man. I'm like, well, that's his grandma or his mother, isn't it? And then it was like, no, it's his wife. I was like, okay. Uh, Yeah, if you say so. (laughs) But I do get what the monkey's talking about the soundtrack because I love the following scene where Mike meets up with the sheriff and they're driving over to, to the Bell's house and it has this like weird Hill Street Blues soundtrack for some reason mm-hmm. where it's like next yeah, time, well, an episode of Slugs. Mike and the sheriff <laughs> meet up, 9 p.m. West, you know, Wednesday night. Do, do, yeah, do, it's, like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> no, I like it. Yeah, it's just got the, yeah, it's just got that weird ass, you know, you know, eighties cop action you know, they, you know, da 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 and all they're doing is just rolling, you know, it's not like they're like in a hurry to get anywhere. You know, it's not like an action scene but they're playing the action music. <laughs> We're going to do an event. <laughs> Cue the sound. Again, I didn't mind it. It was fine. <laughs> And we're going to go with that light notice over to the bell house. <laughs> what the hell? This door doesn't open. Let's try another door. Look, there's an open window. Let's go through there. Uh, you don't happen What's to be it? a cop with, like, any real, uh, papers on you, do you? To be able now, to go I into this. No, a, let's just go into a window. <laughs> it's an American and Spanish film. Where was right. the majority mm-hmm. of this film? Uh, half and half, I believe. Yeah. From what I remember That's reading, what I yeah, it was half, half in Spain and half in America, New York, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say because I know I know the the movie you know quote unquote takes place in like rural America somewhere like the Midwest is how it's described <laughs> as in America. like the, the info for it. But uh, yeah, I noticed a, a it, number of New York mega territory. Place. Well, and plus you have the the massive dubbing on the part of Maureen and her husband, David, which clearly they're Spanish actors mm. and they're delivering their dialogue in mm. Spanish, but it's dubbed English. <laughs> but the rest of them well, are well, English actors. So. Yeah. But I think they also did the Giallo thing. Like, he, you know, you were talking about where they still recorded everyone's voices though. And they were dubbing everything oh, yeah. over top of their actual line. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. That's how they did it. And it, it works in some parts. The so Italian you can style of filmmaking where every actor speaks their parts in their native tongue. <laughs> That's how Jowls are done, yeah. Unless they were English, and then they did their English dialogue. But, yeah. So they go to the bell house, and that's where we find the body all squishy and disgusting. And what the fuck could have done this? I don't know. Maybe wild dogs. Maybe some raccoons. No, I think it was rats. <laughs> Definitely you got to blame yeah. those uh, tiny rats. And then we get, yeah, because then we get introduced to the, you know, asshole who's in charge of the police department, who's just always trying to bust everyone's ass about shit, you know, and just, you're going to go on record for that? Is that your thing? You're going to say rats? No, man, I'm saying I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I don't know. Well, you come back when you got an answer. God damn it. And he's like, man, stop being such a shit. <laughs> the sheriff Reese just didn't take any shit. <laughs> this whole thing. He doesn't take any shit. <laughs> wrong town, buddy. <laughs> what, you're going to throw that cigarette out that. my window? That's a $500 fine for literate. Whoops, I can't just throw rat shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, he, you know, he's going around just doing his thing. <laughs> yeah, because then you have Mike getting a call to go over to this old woman's house who has a smell and she's calling every fucking department in the area because there's just weird stench and they need to figure out what it is. So Don and Mike team up and try to figure out where it's coming from. And Don finds a bunch of shit in the pipe. 
And eventually something takes his fucking uh, pipe away. He's like, oh, shit, got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, hoping that they were going to start off early and, like, you know, something was going to happen and he was going to get taken out early with a shitload of slugs or something like that. But they're like, nope. Instead, you know, something just yanks his tools out of his hands and you just see the tool just go slowly up the pipe. And, you know, but on the flip side, that's when we see him going, no, fuck this. I'm out of here. Yeah. You know, we are going to yeah. investigate this further. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> This is not smartest a smartest thing movie. in the world. Smartest thing in the world. Yeah. Did anybody the fuck question like? Did anybody question that like gigantic like rain slicker piece of plastic that he <laughs> yeah. pulled out before? Uh, like that tarp. Uh, mm-hmm. That tool up there. <laughs> yeah. When he yanks out the tarp, and then all of a sudden the dead cat comes out. Whatever the fuck animal that was. Yeah. He's like, oh, a lot of shit in here. <laughs> a lot of dead shit in here. What the fuck? <laughs> it might have been a bunny. And I, I just I like the fact oh, that this movie they also have to. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> oh. Your ass was your ass was a bunny. <laughs> wow, that's, that's some lines. And it's also it's that the fact that this movie also has to throw in the, the stupid teenagers. <laughs> I'm sorry, King. What were you fluffy. saying? Uh, it's because you know this is a J.P. Simon film because he has to throw in the fucking airhead teenagers that just hate, uh, you know, Mike's wife, Ken, who's a teacher, the big bitch of the North. You know, it's like, yeah, we just want to have fun with teenagers. We just want to fucking party at the diner while pop music plays and talk about the big Woo! rager. Fuck it's you, like, oh, we're in a slasher movie all of a sudden because there's these teenagers that are going to yeah. probably die. <laughs> yeah, they felt like yeah. they were from another movie completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Like we're gonna take a break from the slugs for a second and go into the slasher film where we got a bunch of teenagers talking about a rager that are gonna go to a Halloween night. <laughs> but yeah. we can't stay too long because we have to cut the Harold and his wife Jean. Who has a greenhouse attached to their house for some reason and oh man, Jean just hard on her husband. <laughs> Poor guy. Just wants to fucking hang out. Look they like not bother plants, with the slug okay? eggs. So don't fault them for liking plants. No, it's just he just wants to chill out in his greenhouse, and then his wife is sitting there whining and bitching about the slug eggs that are all over the stuff. She's like, you get the shit off now. Meanwhile, she's uh, listening to luau music while vacuuming and is smoking all over the place. It, it just threw me uh, yeah. threw me off so weird to see, you know, that kind of thing. You know, just <laughs> smoking just in all over the music. Just like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just luau music, and then, like, you know, classical music, and then the news. She was all over the place with that music while she's vacuuming and smoking indoors. Just ashing all over the place. So I was like, Jesus. <laughs> but then while he's working on the stuff, those slugs grow fucking quick, you know, and all of a sudden they're full grown all over the place and work, work their way into one of his gloves to where we get just this fun, you know, no glove, fall no scene of... <laughs> He puts his hand in the glove, you know, and did we just get the great acting of him acting like the glove is eating him alive. He's throwing the smashing the all thing. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shit falling all over him. But he can't get it off, so then he goes to sit there and grab that axe to sit there and go evil dead on his ass and take his own hand off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that fucking so hatchet. And that's, and that's the point when Gene hears him screaming. After the fucking thing, after the shelf has toppled over him, and he's dropped all these chemicals everywhere, and he's fucking hacking off his hand. <laughs> and Gene's like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, you know, what are you doing?" 
<laughs> and for some and reason, it, it, something causes it to spark. Yes, it was her cigarette. She dropped it, and it sparks up, and it catches a gasoline can on fire, which explodes the greenhouse. One of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Yeah. It's just so fucking random. Yeah. <laughs> the greenhouse explodes. Yeah, but at the same time, this is where you got me because you know how much like I love stunts and stunt effects, and I was like, you know, and they fucking, blew it. they fucking blew it up. You know, and I was like, holy yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> like, it wasn't just a little, like, we got a fire. No, that fucker went up like no. an action movie. And I was like, you know, and I was like, all right, nice. You have my attention. Yeah. Let's keep this motherfucking rolling. <laughs> One gas can just caused that gigantic explosion. I fucking loved it. And then across town, you have Maureen, who, who comes home with her chewing like, jacket on. Had to be like 25% of the budget for that explosion. Oh, yeah, I would say that's a big part of it. But, yeah, Maureen, from the beginning of the movie, is drunk, comes home, and she's got her cheerleader jacket on for some reason. I just love the fact that it just says cheerleader on the back, because I guess back in the 80s you can get that jacket. But uh, putting the lettuce in in the sink, there are slugs in the lettuce, and she just doesn't pay attention. What's that, Dean? You can probably still get a jacket that says cheerleader today. You might. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that was an 80s thing or just an all-around thing, but she forgets uh, right. to really check on that lettuce because it's moving we'll, around we'll send, as she goes to we'll watch the and drink. And send it to you on behalf of Talking Terror. I'd wear it. I'd wear the <laughs> fuck out of that. I'd be like, guess what, man? Cheerleader time. That's it. See, even got my name on there. Yeah. King on the front. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, just that simple effect of just moving the lettuce around just a little bit, it was a good simple effect that got the work done. You know, Maureen, she passes out on the couch. She, you know, her husband comes in. <laughs> uh, you know, she hears the honk at the door, and she's like, oh, fuck, I passed out again. Oh, well, let me just hurry up and chop up some salad. And then, it's, you know, and she's chopping up, and there you see the, the, the slug in the head of lettuce the getting chopped up. And yep. <laughs> right <laughs> in right. the salad. <laughs> yeah, you know. But, yeah, don't use a salad shooter. She just does some rough shit, and he's like, no, we're going to eat light tonight, honey. You know, we're going to have some salad. But in the meantime, do you want some chicken chicken wow wow? And he's like, yeah. Not yet. She's got to make that big salad. (laughs) And he's like, okay, I guess we could have a big salad. We've been eating meat a lot, too, right? But then you you cut across to Mike coming home, and Tim's in the garden that she's making. For some reason, this whole town's in the fucking gardening. You know, so she's like, I'm just making a little garden. You know, it's just, it's fine. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's a slug. I found it in the garden. So I've never seen one that fucking big before, and it fucking bit me. The bitch bit me. What the fuck? You gotta put it in a fucking jar. So I just, I love the effect of his finger going up to the fucking slug, and it's got these little teeth, and it just fucking takes a little nibble out of his finger, and he's like, "The fucking bitch bit me." Yeah, it looked like so gonna, it looked like it looked like killer condom for a second. With his little yeah, teeth and shit like that. <laughs> You know, and, and, and of course, it's, it's right away. We got to put this thing into a fucking jar and take it right over to the high school where Kim has a colleague named John, who's a scientist, who's got this big lab, and he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out what the fuck this gigantic slug is. We'll just give it to him, so he can do like gremlins and just do experiments on it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he's the version of the movie, apparently. You know, oh hello, uh, yes, I'm here to do my old scientific work for you in this movie. Yes, this is what I do. I sit in my I'm lab all night long. <laughs> Somebody call for an Englishman in this movie. Yes, yes, yes. hello here. Let's talk science things. <laughs> yes, With I my papers and hello. my test tubes. <laughs> hello. Oh, I can go to Liverpool. 
<laughs> oh, yes, something in the jar. What is that? That looks fantastic. Let's take a look. <laughs> oh, beautiful, darling. I love you, but I must do my experiments now. Off with you now. <laughs> out of left field, but he's, he's British, but it's fine, because we get, after the meal that Maureen and David have, David's now having stomach oh. issues where, you know, it's just it's something with my stomach, but I got the big thing tomorrow. I, I got to concentrate on that. It's a big deal, big money for us. Oh, by the way, honey, yeah, I'm going to quit drinking because I love you too much. Oh, honey, that's great. You know, I was going to bring it up, but you brought it up before. So, awesome. Yeah. That's the best way. Yeah. Okay, again, this is where we have, like, the dead giveaway writing because this isn't the only time we see this happen, you know, in the movie. It happens a couple times else, you know, but she's like, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to quit drinking and we're going to have a perfect life and we're going to, and you're going to nail that deal yeah. for the new shopping center in town. He's like, you're right, honey. Our life's going to be perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, what's wrong? I don't oh. know. I got a, cr- I got a cramp. Oh, you know, and I was expecting <laughs> yeah. something to happen right away. And I want to give it to him is like, I, I like that they made us wait, you know, cause he kept thinking yeah. something mm-hmm. was going to happen right away, but nope. He goes to bed. He's like, no, I just got a cramp. Oh, uh, it hurts like a bitch. But, uh, oh, there's going to be a nice like, payoff. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. You got to, okay. All right. Just keep toying with me. Let's see how, th- let's see where this goes and let's see if it pays off. <laughs> no, because you don't really know what it is because the slug's dead. I mean, she chopped it up and I'm doing pieces. So it's not like it could be the slug doing anything. So you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I mean, I guess you could get indigestion from the slug, but we don't know. They're going to make us wait. And, I, and again, like the monkey said, I appreciate that. Um, but we also get poor man Sammy Hagar in this movie, Bobby, who is waiting for his girlfriend's parents to leave. And he's like, I can't drop 55. I'm going to drink in this fucking car, and I'm going to wait for them poor to leave. Man. Hell yeah. Poor man Sammy Hagar. That's what yeah, you're he's right. poor man Sammy Hagar. And he's like, yeah, kind of wobble, baby. And here I am in my car with my hood and my scoop, and I'm just waiting for her to get the signal so I can just go on in and do my thing. <laughs> and she just pounces on him right when away. When he goes into the house, Don is like, I'm so ready for fuck town, baby. He's like, yeah. Oh, my God. Booze. Hello, Captain. <laughs> She's like, Bobby, I just want you to he's fuck. Like, and he's like, not yet, baby. Got to get my booze on. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, wow. It's like. Because she's laying there on the bar, you know, take me. And he's like, yeah, if you would need just a minute. You want one? You want more you want? You know. You know what I want, Bobby. Oh, that's cool, baby. Just a second. Just get one in. Wow, dude. Okay. Be that way. Your girl's waiting for it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like at the same time, you can do both at the same time, you know. If she's that ready, you can do both. (laughs) Nope. <laughs> oh, there's one opinion. <laughs> then, I, I, I'm, not sure if, I'm not sure if he's talking to us or someone else. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. But, uh, so we cut but, across to the lab where John's working on the slug and cutting it open to see what the insides are. But the other slug aw. has other ulterior motives, and that's to kill the little guinea pig that's in the cage. And just uh, make short work of that. Yeah, the plan. Yeah, and, and again, like Gremlins, you know, he, he we've got our guy doing his work in the lab, and he's sitting there crawly, 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 you know, over to the hamster journal, whatever that is, I don't know, some little furry thing that's not a rabbit, um, and all of a sudden the thing, like, you know, d- d- <laughs> yeah, but 
but, but all of a sudden that slugs all over that motherfucker and that little hamster gerbil just all you know blood all over the place and just uh, 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 you know <laughs> you know and our scientist guy's like what the fuck <laughs> oh yeah see my what the fuck eat? moment happened in the next scene when Bobby's just <laughs> kind of flailing on top of Donna for some reason like he's not doing anything really he's just kind of flailing on top of her and she's like oh yeah I love it and he's like yeah uh, baby I'm tired you're my JD like dude <laughs> what the fuck man like what is your battery problem Bobby to- like you <laughs> battery needs to read though baby <laughs> There was a point I wanted to try to make there when you were talking about the hamster. Uh, did you guys also notice that after the doctor reached in and removed the hamster, removed the slug from the hamster cage, that uh, as he was looking at it, if you looked past him in the hamster cage, the hamster was just walking around like normal again? Oh, no. No. <laughs> wow. I didn't catch that. Well, now i got to rewatch it just to see that. All right. I little things so like that. The... Yeah, but at least now the ghoul was a little bit comforted because no hamsters were harmed in the making of this movie. See? There Actually, you go. Though, He's happy again. One of the other things that led to me getting the fucking rabbits is the fact that, you know, the, the, the little monster in the house recently got herself a hamster, okay? And the fucker bit her, like, hard on the finger, enough to draw blood. And I felt terrible because the poor kid was so distraught, so upset over the fact that she thought she was going to get this cute little fucking critter that was going to be cuddly and loving and, and you know, she was going to walk around with it. When the fuck hamster never cuddly? Let it, you, you look up shit, man. You see people with these fucking things. I don't know. You know what, man? We weren't allowed to hold it at the store. So, you know, because oh, there's of, your oh, COVID, oh, yeah, no, that's COVID, it. Yeah, that's well, it. No, because of COVID restrictions, that's the problem. So you kind of don't did have you take any the other hamster? option. Did you take the hamster and release Richard, it to a wooded area? I called Richard Gear. That's what I did. I called <laughs> Richard Gear. Okay, he's coming to take the damn thing away. He's going to some island with it. I don't know, man. The hamster's just living in its cage. He's going to stay, of course. He's family. You know, my, that's, that's the thing with me and animals, okay? See, I'm so opposite my mother at this point that I'm like fucking Dominic Toretto. Okay, once the damn things are in my house and they have names, they're family, so they have to stay forever. Do you, you can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just getting okay. back to Bobby and Donna, where he needs to recharge halfway through. It's like he's not even done yet. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I gotta stop. Gotta recharge. That's because he's I'm got like, wow. Whiskey, Dick. Okay, he's got fucking yeah. mafia going on over there. That's what it is, man. He's like, you know, all full throttle in there, and then all of a sudden he's a straight up fucking limp wimp. Oh. I thought he was having a seizure when he was on top of Donna. He was just like shaking. I was like, that's not sex. Like, Juan, this isn't sex. That's not how we do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the king knows. Yeah, yeah, 14 years ago when I left that sex, that's not how we did it. That's not how we did it in the year 2002. <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> different. <laughs> Things were different back then. <laughs> You know, got on top for one thing. See, I, I, I would <laughs> well, full at this point, man. I want slugs coming out of the vagina, okay? I want slugs coming out of the penis. I want slugs fucking, like, everywhere, man. I want to see them bursting out of bodies. I want to see them bursting out of bodies like those fucking cockroaches and bugs burst out of that dude's creep show. That would have been nice, but no. Instead, we get one of them biting uh, Bobby. While he screams in pain, and he realizes that the floor is full of slugs, so they got to play a game of lava and not touch the floor in any way, shape, or form. But of course, Donna does, and instantly starts getting. The floor is lava. The floor is lava. 
<laughs> and the good thing is, is that Bobby's on top of the bed while Donna's being destroyed by these slugs. And he's trying to figure out how to get the fuck out of the room like anybody would. There's a window right behind the bed that he could have opened and gotten out of. But instead, he goes to the window adjacent to the bed where he's got to do this weird fucking limbo motion to get to it and not touch any of the slugs. Dude, the window is behind the bed. I love Donna, like, begging him for help as he's looking to bolt down the window, man. Like, that was great. I was like, yeah, later, babe. You know? When, the, when before he before he slipped down to the ground as he was trying to push the window open uh, and she was screaming for him, I really thought like it really looked like he was about to say like like something along the lines of like sorry baby but I gotta go and he was just gonna like leave later, me babe. and jump out the window. <laughs> See you later, babe. I'll just get my clothes later. Hope it works out I for you. I was gonna actually get away. You know, like that's that's mm-hmm. what I figured. Yeah. I figured he was gonna be like the the uh not Chad Lowe, but the uh what's his name, man, from from the blob. You know, like I assume he was gonna oh, be Kevin that Dillon. character. Yes, yes, Kevin Dillon in in this in this movie, you know, where we had an an older main character and a younger perspective character. But uh no, they they did not go that route at all. He uh slides down no. the and dies. I mean, she's pretty brutally killed. (laughs) We don't get to see uh, Bobby get killed, but then the next morning, as you know, our main character Mike is having a breakfast of cigarettes, um, realizes that he's got to do something about the slugs (laughs) in the garden, and he, for some reason, he forgets that you you can kill slugs with salt. I mean, that's just something that I learned as a kid that you could just destroy them with salt. I mean, they're not that. That's for some reason they don't know this in this movie, but. Yeah, you but know, when his wife suggests he's like, you're a genius. When you put salt on them and they're screaming, man, it's terrible. It's a horrible thing. No, I didn't mind. I used to do it all the time as a kid. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, but at the same time, that we don't see them try that. Sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I wasn't killing Wait, animals well, like dogs and cats. I just killed slugs. Well, plus when you hear yeah, it works, you got to try it at least once to see if it actually works. Okay. Oh, and it's fun. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> But we we don't see them try it, you know, because we see no. them trying the we see them trying the um, pesticides, and you know he's saying you know they're shrugging it off like it's candy, but we don't see him actually try the salt. No, so I was no, because when Kim suggested, yeah, he's like you're a genius. No, I can't believe I never thought about this before. Salt will fucking work. But as he figures this out, he has to go to the crime scene of where Donna and Bobby. Well, instead, they have to use hydroxychloroquine. You know that that definitely took. <laughs> <laughs> that could work instead of some salt water that you could have just through the sewer. Rub some tussin on it. But again, you know, the sheriff rebukes uh, Mike, who says that there's mutant fucking slugs, and we got to pay attention to this because we're eating meat. And the sheriff's like, dude, you're fucking stupid. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what you're nonsense. Yeah. Let me fucking do my own thing. You know, I'm the cop. You're the health inspector. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is a crime scene. Who invited you here? <laughs> and of course, we have to have the reveal yeah. that Don finds out that half the town was built on a fucking toxic waste dump. Like, oh, did you get this? There was a fucking toxic dump here, and they just fucking it's filled it in. <laughs> yeah. Always they filled it in, and that's why there's this fucking mutant fuck. Remember, this is the same year. The but they didn't move the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> the same year that, uh, that I do believe that uh, Jason Voorhees was, was killed by toxic waste in the sewers of Manhattan. 89, so a year later. Oh, okay, so 
One year later, so close enough. <laughs> it is, you know. But uh, I try to put it. We, on my we have to cut. We have to cut back to David, who is still in a lot of pain, but trying to make it through with his two associates so they could sign the deal. And he's like, "Hey, you know what? Oh, not doing so yeah. great, but we'll, we'll do it. We'll sign the deal. Like everything's going to be great." Uh, just excuse me a second. I got to go run to the bathroom if you don't mind. Okay, see ya. And he immediately starts <laughs> having a nosebleed. And he's like, "Well, this isn't good. It's probably not good that I'm bleeding from the nose, but." You know what? This fucking deal was so goddamn important. I'm going to sign it. All right. Hey, guys, I'm back. Let's, uh, you know what? We've got great news for you, David. We like you so much. We're going to sign this deal. So are you going to wait till after the check? Or whatever. We'll figure it out. Everybody cheers. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Sign that fucking deal. And it's the greatest effect of his fucking bloody nose <laughs> into the glass. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Collapsing to the ground and shaking as his fucking face explodes. All these Love weird it. fucking tiny worms. Such a great effect. One of the highlights of the movie for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, best, best of, I wanted more best carnage of that of the scene entire with movie. other people. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to see more we people covered people, in blood. We needed people covered in blood. <laughs> I think we that's... needed people vomiting at this point. I mean, it's the... Yeah. Uh, Yep. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, fucking okay. That might have been the opportunity for moment. it there. That would have been the one where you had like the mass hysteria because uh, up until then it had been like a case here and a case there and a case there. We knew that like mass hysteria sequence in that restaurant. Yeah. would have been prime time. <clears throat> yeah, because it seems over pretty quick. As soon as like the police get there, they find the tiny worms that were on his face, and they're like, "Well, it's in the food." You know, this is obviously food poisoning, and there was just worms in there. And, of course, the owner's like, there's no fucking worms in my food. It's clear. It's not just that he was sick. Well, he didn't fucking skateboard these fucking worms in here. Like, well, you know, I'm yeah. telling you, my fucking restaurant's yeah. clean. Yeah, whatever. I love the, You're in deep I trouble, love Mr. the Italian, Italian guy. The Italian guy <laughs> fucking cursing them off in the, Italian, the, the, talking yeah. about shoving shit up his ass. And yeah. there's no worms in his fucking food. And he can go fuck yeah. his father. Oh, my God. It was good stuff. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> and David takes the worms to John, who says that they're blood flukes, and they are just tiny worms that exist within slugs. So it all goes back to these fucking human slugs. Now we got blood flukes. <laughs> you know, so it's not just slugs. Now we got blood flukes in this movie. So we have to figure out a way to get rid of these fucking slugs. I'm going to go to Mr. Phillips downtown and tell him to close up all the water on the south side of town. No problem. He's going to do it. <laughs> Good. Good luck. Oh, the fucking argument. When he says you don't even have the authority to say happy birthday in this town. <laughs> like, what? That, that is absolutely, again, like that was the tone that I was hoping for this entire movie. That line seriously had me laughing so fucking hard yep. that I had to pause the film, wait a couple seconds, rewind, watch it again. I even made sure to like write it down because I just I loved it. Like that is exactly the tone that I wanted, and unfortunately, again, it came here and there, but that that was for me the peak. <laughs> it was such a great line because he said it so seriously, like just straight face. You don't have the authority to say happy birthday in this town. He's like, yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you. Declare happy birthday. You know, like, come on, man. Who the fuck said that? Yeah, he delivered it great. You know, you ain't got the authority to declare happy birthday. 
not in this town. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare let me catch you a Chuck E. Cheese say happy birthday to anybody. I swear to God, Mike. <laughs> and of course, we have to have the shot of the toilet, you know, with shaking as Mike leaves. It's like, oh, shit, here comes the slugs. Well, Mr. Phillips eats his fucking lunch. <laughs> you know, something's going to go down. But, but Mike decides he's going to go above Mr. Phillips and he's going to go right to Mayor Eaton. Mayor, we got a problem. You got to shut shit down because there's mutant fucking flesh eating slugs. He's like, okay, man. Yeah, uh, real quick, I got to sign these papers. Because for some reason they got to get signed, and I'm the only one that can make it happen. Well, they've this poor already, couple. Obviously within, the, <laughs> within the same day, they've obviously moved past yeah. the fact that the guy exploded <laughs> in the restaurant, and they're like, "No, we've got to get this shopping center made. There, there's just no excuse here. It doesn't matter. We know that you guys witnessed this dramatic event, but here, have a couple of drinks. You're gonna sign the papers. We're gonna make a lot of money." <laughs> yeah. Yep, and and then he turn, and he goes, oh, okay, well the slugs are gonna come through the faucet, really. Okay, well, let's just have a test. And he turns on the faucet. And he's like, see, no slugs. You're crazy, man. Get out of here, Mike. Nobody wants to hear your bullshit. Have, like none of these these people, like none of this town, except for I guess maybe that sink. Like faucets have screens in them. You know, yep. it's not like the water <laughs> yep. just comes pouring out of just a, a wide open gaping hole okay it's not a gaping <laughs> hole it's got a screen i repeat it's yeah, not most a gaping do. hole okay yeah true. my bathroom but sink doesn't have time, any uh, doesn't have a screen but yeah my kitchen yeah yeah you, yeah yours doesn't but at the same time they were coming you mean your out bathroom of doesn't Mike's have a screen. screen no it doesn't it's, it's, no it's, screen. my 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 was built in the 40s like it doesn't have a screen yeah yeah, he yeah he has it's an old ass that doesn't have a screen in it. Because the in your apartment stole them to put in their weed bowl. Probably, only three people died in my apartment. We okay? used to do that, dude. Not going to the take water. Them for my fucking parents' <laughs> things and shit, and use them for fucking no weed. No shit. Thirty-three odds, and there's no screens in any of the fucking things in that house. <laughs> right, I have light anyway, switches in the thirties in my apartment. Uh, like but, so yeah, but, but, any, but anyway, yes. But the thing was that slugs were coming out of Mike Brady's house. You know, out of the sink do, in the do, kitchen, do, and stuff like that, which is do, why, do, do. yeah, which is why, which is why Kim was losing her shit, going, "Come home, come home," is because slugs were coming out of the sink. You know, Mike's in there trying to beat him with a frying pan and shit like that, because shit's going going all nuts all over the town now. But no just one go to your mother's, you know, man. But I love you. <laughs> go to fuck to your mother's right now. Can't deal with these fucking slugs, in my fucking town. Yeah. John, what do you got for me? Well, I made this fucking formula. You know, it could probably kill them all. I mean, you could see that they're dead. All right. Uh, make me fucking gigantic vats real quick. Okay. I don't know how we're going to do it, um, but I, I will do what you say. Did I mention that when it comes in contact with water, it explodes? <laughs> yeah, and watching John fill that fucking vat up with no fucking goggles and no gloves is like, way to go, John. Safety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's a PPE, man. PPE. It's like you're... You, you might as well have just school. been smoking over it. <laughs> it's like you work in a school, you know, you teach the kids, wear your goggles, wear your gloves, all right? And, okay, and that being said, since I'm talking about school real quick, that's one thing, I, another thing I wish the movie had, but it didn't, is they'd cross that line and involve little kids. Yeah. I mean, that would have been nice, but, I mean, they were already stuck with the 80s teenagers because we have to cut to their weird 80s Halloween party in the woods. 
where they're all doing the same Woo! white person dance, where they're just turning around in circles <laughs> and moving their arms. Yeah, that's what happens <laughs> when you listen to Sisters of Mercy. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't even good Sisters of Mercy. It was just some random fucking 80s track. Um, but, it's again, it switches to this 80s teenage party where it's like a slasher film all of a sudden, where it's like, yeah, everybody's dancing and drinking beers, and then Danny goes with Pam, and he tries to rape her in the woods, and she's like, no, thank you, Danny. And then she leaves, and she's stalked by a teenager in a skeleton mask. Like, where the fuck are we in this movie? Yeah. Like, who, who we're having, like, she's yeah. attempted rape twice. Yes. It's yes. bad enough that she's basically sexually assaulted, not even basically, she's sexually assaulted by the yes. guy that she was there to hook up with. But then, not only that, but you get the, 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 the dude who was like a douche earlier, and not even like a mm-hmm. sex, she was just like an asshole in general. And then, yeah, he puts on this mask and attempts to fucking rape her out in the woods. Like, that came out of nowhere. And then it also never amounts to anything, because she falls down a fucking pit and dies anyway. And yes. sure. So it was like, let's have that sequence for the sake of having that sequence? Yeah, it made no sense. The fact that after the second assault, she trips Euro and falls said. into that hole and gets killed by the slugs, and you hear her die. Well, and well, Danny goes back to the like party, and he's like, yeah, whatever. I think it Dean. more looked like she was trying to gently... Uh, like, like hide herself in it from the rapist and ended up falling down. No, she fell. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't make any. That whole sequence was so fucking weird. No, the, no. The deal was right. She was yeah. she she was trying to sneak her way in there, but then she slipped and then fell into the slugs. That's what was going on. But then <laughs> but the weird thing is because this is a because it's a foreign Spanish movie. Are you saying you should have if you had let the guys had sex with you that you would have been alive because you wouldn't have gone down the hole? Hey, no, no, we're not saying that. I mean, no, well, she, sh- she no, shouldn't have been hurt like that, that twice. He's saying is that what the creators are saying, and this is in the late '80s. It's very oh. impossible. No, um, but that's one thing you're signing. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Typically, what you see in a film like this is is that kind of sequence happens. The girl gets, you know, if she does die, she dies. But you see the rapist at least get killed. Yeah, you know, there's, there's, <laughs> there's some kind of come up in for your sins. And no, yeah, not the no. victim gets killed. Yeah. I, because I, like you, yeah, like you, I was expecting a scene of someone, you know, the rapist finding the shoe and then going in after her and then he dies too. Yeah, this is nothing for any, because Danny goes back to the party and he's, and they're like, well, where's Pam? He's like, oh, fuck her, ditched her. What a bitch. And the one guy's like, well, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, why would you do that? Like, you know, you just ditch her, like, in the middle of the woods? And the second one, he just disappears. This never shows back up again. Like, he tries, he doesn't, he doesn't get away with it, and then he disappears. So then it's like, okay, we're going to go back to the slug movie now. <laughs> like, you know, we're going <laughs> to resume and pick up where the slug movie was with, with John and Don and Mike, you know, going throughout town to find where the source is of these slugs so they could jump on the chemical Italian pole. Western? They're terrible. <laughs> Yeah, they are. <laughs> I mean, but it's just, it's going back and forth, and I I, I love how Eskimo like the monkey had said earlier about foreshadowing. When Don says to his wife, he's like, "Yeah, I gotta go with uh, Mike. We're gonna kill some flesh-eating slugs." And she's like, "Oh, do you really mean an 18-year-old who speaks French?" <laughs> no, baby, I'll be back later. We're gonna get naked. We're gonna have fun. She's like, "Okay, I love you. I'll see you soon." No, Don, man, you're dead. Don, like, <laughs> you're not coming back. You don't say that in a horror movie. 
Grandma, when I get home, I'm going to rock your world. (laughs) (laughs) Better not put those dentures in. I'm giving Grandma credit that, you know, she was at least okay with him hitting it up with the 18-year-old girls, you know. So, so, So more power to her on that one. Yeah. And so when we cut back into the slug movie, now we have Don and we have Mike in the sewers. And they're finding all the slugs everywhere. They're not attacking in any way, shape, or form these two men as they walk through. They're not trying to bite through their boots. They're not trying to do anything. So they're okay. They're safe. But they just they got to figure out where the main part is, like where the source is. And they have to walk around a long way. And this, this is the part where it dragged for me. Where I was like, okay, yeah, wrap it up, guys. Like, you got to go through this one tunnel, but it's blocked. So we got to go to another tunnel. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, let's, let's, let's get to it. <laughs> Section A, subsection C, walk around this. This is blocked off. Got to do the work around. It's like, and now you're just finding out that your people fucked up and didn't update their maps. It's like, come on, man. Let's just get to it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, they reach this big, you know, uh, water section where they can't get across. And it's like, well, we're going to try to, you know, get through this door as best that we can while John is up top desperately trying to get the manhole cover off. Like, come on, man. You can't t- you can't get that manhole cover off. Yeah. I can do it easily with the one hand. And he's like, eh, I'm so weak. <laughs> I'm a scientist. I'm not a manly worker. Oh, I can't do this. I have no muscles. My only muscle is my brain. But meanwhile, you know, he's <laughs> we've got the other guy that's trying to crack open the the door so he can get it open and be like, we can go this way. All right. And then the water gushes out, and he kicks old Don down into the water. And it's just, oh, man, he's just getting all kinds of fucked up. Uh, it was so great. Somehow, it was, this sequence is but, so great when we see him t- being taken apart by these slugs in the water. I loved it. it it's great, but then Mike all of a sudden Ooh. finds a way to get across the fucking water that you didn't see before. It's like, wait, you could have done that thing with the pipe earlier? Yeah. <laughs> You oh, man, it would have been so great if Don said that. It's not just a matter of doing that thing with the pipe. It's not like he just shimmied across the pipe. No, this man turned into a fucking, you know, high school Ninja warrior suddenly. You know, doing flips <laughs> around on it. There was like, it, it, yeah, it was, it was up there, man. It was, it was something, all right. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah, there putting his legs, yeah. locking his legs, leaning down, going, come on, Don, I got you, man, I got you. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, he, like like the ghoul said, he's doing all kinds of moves on this pipe that wasn't there before, apparently. You know? <laughs> yeah, they couldn't have looked up at any point. They're like, oh, look, there's a pipe. If we just shimmy across <laughs> it, we'll be fine. <laughs> no. And Don is just being ripped apart at this point by the slugs, and he still thinks he has a chance to grab Mike's hand. He's going to be rescued. Like, dude, you, no, you're falling apart. Like, there's, there's no way. No way he's going to be able to grab you and take you out. As much strength no, as he no, has no. in this pipe. Yeah, I love you guys at all, yeah. man. But you know what? If y'all fell in that pit with all them fucking slugs, bye. It's over. Uh, I'm yeah, it's over. I'm not on that yeah. pole. I ain't going across no pipe. I ain't hanging upside down. So we but did hear that like you're going to jump. Don tried to swim or anything like that. Don just stayed quiet. But we heard Ghoul <laughs> say he's going to jump on the pole. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I won't jump survive. on the pole. Yeah, no, I'm good, man. I can't, I can't handle the pole, dude. But, uh, yeah. let's <laughs> again, it's not like Don tried to fucking rescue himself. He just stayed in place. 
Are you going to tell me that you wouldn't even try to swim to the other side, which is not yeah. even that far? It's like an arm Maybe reach across. He swim. Maybe he couldn't swim, man. Well. He fell in backwards, you know, <laughs> and, and he could only flail. <laughs> <laughs> but as this is happening, way, I love the fact nice that effect. John is, is John's still struggling with the fucking manhole cover, and then Sheriff Reese shows up like he's fucking a villain all of a sudden. <laughs> he just steps in the frame, and he's like, oh, shit. Like, wh- uh, what? Yeah. Is he trying to help the slugs? Like, is he pro slug? Like, does he know about this the entire time? Like, he knew? Well, <laughs> no, yeah, I think how, he realized. How the fuck did he, he know? finally figured out what was going on. <laughs> it was just such a, like, a weird, like, villainous shot of Sheriff Reese as he walks up, and I'm like, oh, man. Is he going to turn into a slug? Is, like, something going to pop out of his mouth and it's going to be, like, attack of the uh, Night of the Creeps? Or just pop out of his mouth? No. No, because as we see the mutilated body of Don sinking, we have Sheriff Reese standing on top. He's got the manhole cover off, and he's helping Mike out of the the sewer. Manhole. Let's pull those fucking chemicals, man. But now it's time to light it, baby. Let's light this candle. (laughs) How many casualties do you think there were in this fucking town because of what they did? Oh, fuck, man. It's like Man of Steel style. How many fucking bodies did you create? Because of you dumping this fucking chemical that catches fire. All the houses and all the businesses exploding as this happens. Well, you like know. Imagine just sleeping and the next thing you know, your house is blowing up. It's not like the sewer system connects to your house. I mean, you know. It's so no. <laughs> I, honestly, I couldn't stop laughing because I'm like looking at the businesses blowing up and these fucking houses. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, they killed the slugs, but they mm. killed hundreds mm. of people. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they killed hundreds of people. We got to see the manholes blowing off all over the place. Uh, uh, more explosions. Again, props to the explosions. But at the same time, though, we didn't see it go back to the reservoir. And then we have this giant ball of flame over at the reservoir, where the slugs were also at. Because mm-hmm. if it went, it would have gone all the way back to the reservoir where the Halloween party was, and we would have had this huge, huge fucking uh, ball of flame out there. Not enough in the budget. We only nope. had enough for Apparently a couple not. of explosions. Not the whole we, thing. We, 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 used, <laughs> you know. we, we used it all on manhole covers. <laughs> <laughs> and as these explosions are happening, of course, Sheriff Reese has called in the EMTs and the fire squad. And we get Kim rolling up going, oh, my God, Mike, you're safe. He's like, yes, honey, I'm safe. We have done it. We have destroyed the slugs. You don't have fucking Don's wife because she's fucking naked laying in bed going, oh, my God, I'm going to get so much sex tonight. My husband comes home. Or her house blew up. <laughs> that would have been fucking amazing if they cut to her in the house and it fucking explodes. <laughs> like, sex tonight. lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> Just singing her sex song as the house explodes. <laughs> uh, so fucking appropriate, but it didn't happen. No, we get once again we get this happy kind of like ABC daytime show theme music playing. Yeah, as Mike and yeah. Kim walk away next time on Slugs. Tune in on a very special Slugs episode where Kim and Mike walk away in happiness. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> But yeah, what is that? Oh, the, it's one slug that happened to survive. Oh, we have a survivor. You mean you didn't get them all? <gasps> is there going to be a sequel? 
<laughs> they should have been no. smart, did what the blob did, and had, like, you know, yeah. your, your religious type character who found it to be some kind of, like, you know, purification oh, thing yeah. for the Lord, and, you know, that he kept the, the one slug in the jar or, or something to that effect. I don't know. The one just sitting there on the fucking sewer drain mm. is silly. And not silly yeah, in a funny way. Where, silly in a stupid or way. Or even where you still had one slug in the lab, maybe, or something. Yeah, it's just that, like what the Gula just said about The Blob, though, from 88, like same year, I would have loved the sequel to The Blob, just because that was such a great ending, where you have this fucking, the preacher who's oh, yeah. a religious zealot now, and he's trying to sell off this whole thing about having that piece of that blob. Like, it's going to create another fucking revelation. Like, oh, it's so much potential for another one. But they just, they never did it. You know, Slugs didn't have that. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> well, it'll still be I mean, All things being fair and equal, the Blob 88 was a far superior film compared to Oh, this. yeah. I, I would not, I mean, and that's a rare thing where, again, I feel like 88's The Blob is better than the Steve McQueen version from the 50s. As much as I love that movie, I always go back to the remake with Shawnee Smith and Kevin It's a Dillon. different thing, though. It's, it's, I understand what you're mm. saying, and I would agree with you. Like, I don't know that I would ever watch the Steven McQueen 50s version again, but I would watch the 88 version any time that it was on. I love that oh, movie. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just yeah. two different eras yeah, it's like of, the, of, of it's film. Like the it's like the 2004 Dawn of the Dead, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man, because I can watch the Z McQueen <coughs> blob anytime. It's just oh, you've got to be in the mood. You've got to be in the mood for that kind of movie, you know, in, in the mood for classic black and white horror, or you sit there and go for the remake. But they're both fun, but they're both individual pieces on their own. Uh, they also, I mean, they're, they're definitely not trying like, to copy each totally other. Different, it's a two totally different kinds of films, to, to, I feel, to make yeah. that kind of comparison. Yeah. Excuse me. Well, I mean, the AD version of the thing, they tried to keep in the spirit of the original version, which I did like, but then they did go differently yeah. with the military, and, and just the effects, of course, are just fantastic, you know, for its time. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, yeah. you know it's, it's one of those movies that, again, you know, you watch the original, if you enjoy it, great, but, yeah, you, just, you can't beat the effects that you get in these movies. Like Rob Bottin and thing. Rob Bottin is a fucking master with those effects. Yeah, dude, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying, you know, yeah, it's just in the mood on whether or not you want to watch retro or you want to watch, you know, fun special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that that is Slugs. Again, this is the Dean's Pick this week. Uh, Monkey, I believe this is your last show yeah. for the month because you're taking off August. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, I am. I'm taking Black a it. small vacation to spend the summer with my son. So that's All great, right, you know, and I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> yes. You know, we're looking forward to having you back in, in September. You know, brand new month, brand new picks. We're going to miss you while you're gone, but I know you'll be here in spirit. Yes, 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 right, yes. Stop, but anyway, kids, lying, so what's the pick next week? <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, as we close out the show, uh, next week it'll be my pick. And uh, I wanted to stay in the 80s, but I wanted to go to 1982 for mine. Uh, and we're going to be talking about Silent Rage, starring the incomparable Chuck Norris. No shit. And it is available on Tubi wow. for those who want to watch it at home. I'm sorry, what are we watching? Wow, you're, 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 Wade? Silent, Silent Rage, Rage Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Oh, Silent <laughs> Rage. Yep, it is about a serial killer who is killed or brought back to life by scientists, and only Chuck Norris could destroy him. 
Yes, and it is also available on Tubi. So, yeah, that'll be my pick for next week. 1982 right. Silent Rage. Want to see Chuck Norris kick people? Yeah, oh, no, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of roundhouse kicks from Chuck Norris in this movie. So you will have your fill. There's a lot of this. So, yeah, that'll be for next week. All right. So, again, Mikey, thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you back yeah. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yes. Um, Enjoy so your time off, get, Yeah, Yeah, man. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of Talking Terror. Thanks for letting me come in your rear. Ear, not in rear. Rear? Rear. Sorry. Be safe. Wear your mask. You and, and, I'll, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Good night, everybody. Ear, not right. rear. <laughs> Dean, again, Dean, thank you so much for the pick then and the slugs. And we'll see you back here next week for Silent Rage, where Chuck Norris roundhouse kicks everybody. Yes. I'll right. be looking forward to it uh, so much with, with, with baited breath. I don't know if you've seen it, but if you haven't, you're in for a fun time. Silent Rage is great. I'll be raging in <laughs> silence until next week. Oh, boy, I can't <laughs> wait. All right. So we, we go ahead, Ghoul, hit us with a plug as it close out for tonight. Well, as per always, head on over to Etsy. Go to the search bar and put in Bonfire Bead Designs, all one word. You're going to find all kinds of handcrafted jewelry, gemstones, all kinds of fun stuff. Bracelets, necklaces, pendants. Uh, again, like I said, there, there's a whole lot of things on there that she's been making. Her snake shed skin jewelry has been selling like crazy. So, again, for anybody listening out there that has bought, thank you so much. Uh, we, we definitely appreciate it. And she loves making it. We hope you love it as much as she did because that's how she works with it. Uh, so, again, go to Etsy, all one word, Bonfire Bee Designs. And uh, as for everything else, uh, again, we'll see you next week. And stay scared. And as for me, I'm your old pal, the King of Horror, Andy G, saying, stay safe, keep America strong, watch horror movies. Hail Satan, hail yourselves, and hail Odorous. See you back here next week for some roundhouse kicking Chuck Norris. You ain't got the...